Hello everyone. Welcome to podcast 17 of Let's Say Wise MBBS. And our today's topic is preterm labor and premature rupture of membranes. Okay. So as we have discussed, preterm is less than 37 weeks. 37 to 42 weeks is term, and beyond 42 weeks is postterm. So any any laborer any labor starting before 37 weeks is preterm labor. Right. So now we divide this into early preterm and late preterm. You all know this. The labor before 34 weeks is early preterm, and between 34 to 37 weeks is late preterm labor. Okay. So what are the risk factors for preterm labor? One of the important risk factors is infection. Okay. Then we have polyhydramnios. Polyhydramnios will stretch the uterus and will initiate contractions. Twin pregnancy. It will again stretch the uterus and initiate labor. Then any previous history of preterm labor, it is the most important risk factor, and then premature or uh, rupture of membranes. Okay, so these are the risk factors for preterm labor. Now, how will we diagnose preterm labor? So there is a marker which is, or rather you can say it is a compound which is fetal fibronectin. What is the function of this fetal fibronectin? It helps in, it it's like a glue, and it helps to uh it helps the chorion chorion layer to adhere with the decidua right decidua parietalis to be more specific decidua parietalis and chorion are uh, are adhered to each other by the help of this fetal fibronectin now when there is preterm con- when there are preterm contractions or there is premature rupture of membrane this fetal this fetal fibronectin can leak out and can be detected in the vaginal Ex- vaginal secretion so the level of fetal fibronectin more than 50 nanogram per ml is suggestive of either preterm labor or premature rupture of membranes okay then uh, if you see uterine contractions that can lead that can uh, suggest the diagnosis of preterm labor so basically preterm labor is a clinical diagnosis you see cervical dilatation cervical length uterine contractions if all these are present and you you can also check for fetal fibronectin if all these are present then you can make a diagnosis of preterm labor one important point here is that short cervix of less than 2.5 cm is an important risk factor this 2.5 cm is important okay now uh, what so why are we so concerned about preterm labor what can be the complications one complication you all know is lung immaturity and the second complication is brain immaturity these two are the main complications let's first talk about lung immaturity so now we have various tests to detect the lung maturity whether the lung is mature or immature so one of the most commonly done test is ls ratio lecithin sphingomyelin ratio so lecithin is a mature or more effective surfactant which which peaks around 34 to 35 weeks and the ratio is if the lung is mature the ratio of ls ratio is 2 is to 1 or more than that so we measure ls ratio okay if it is 2 is to 1 or more then it means that the lung is mature the other tests are phosphatidylglycerol test so phosphatidylglycerol is a uh, is a stuck is a compound which is only present in amniotic fluid and it is seen once the lungs are mature once the surfactant formation is complete then this phosphatidylglycerol is seen in the amniotic fluid so we can measure this compound next we have lamellar lamellar bodies count so lamellar bodies are the 
are type of bodies which store the uh, store the surfactant right so if we count these lamellar bodies in the amniotic fluid next we have a shake test so what is surfactant it's basically a soap like structure right so whenever we take amniotic fluid and shake it vigorously if the bubbles are formed then it means that it might have some fats or surfactant right so this is a crude test not very specific test but yeah you can uh, tell whether the surfactant is present or not the next test is nile blue sulfate test so uh, as you must have studied in dermat that there are lamellar bodies which are present in stratum granulosum so the uh, like production of surfactant or lipids in the lungs and in the skin skin are starts almost together and complete almost together so what you can do is you can aspirate the uh, uh, you can take the amniotic fluid you can centrifuge it and separate the fetal skin cells these fetal skin cells will have those lamellar bodies and that lamellar body will have lipids in them okay so we add this uh, nile blue sulfate reagent and this reagent uh, then and we see this we see the skin of the fetus under the microscope and if they have lipids if they have uh, if they have lamellar bodies then the color will change to orange okay when we add this nile blue sulfate reagent if more than 50% of cells are orange then we we can say that the lungs are mature right so we saw five tests the most commonly done was is ls ratio then phosphatidylglycerol this is the best test and then we have lamellar body count shake test and nile blue sulfate test so this was about lung maturity next is brain so the one of the complications of preterm labor is also is br brain immaturity so for brain immaturity if there is brain immaturity we give the fetus mgso4 okay now for management of labor if the labor starts before 37 weeks any time before 37 weeks we need to give steroids okay we can either give betamethasone or dexamethasone but in all cases of less than 37 weeks we need to give steroids and for brain immaturity we, we need to give mgso4 in all cases which are less than 32 weeks okay initially it was said less than 28 weeks but now the time period has been increased to 32 weeks so up till 37 weeks give steroids and up till 32 weeks give mgso4 right tocolytics we have to give tocolytics because we need to prolong the pregnancy because this is a preterm labor right so we give tocolytics in all pregnancy which are less than 34 weeks okay so now what are the tocolytics which you know of the the best and the most commonly used tocolytic is nifedipine it is a calcium channel blocker and it is the one of the safest tocolytics other other we have beta agonist like terbutaline ritodrine then we have oxytocin receptor antagonist the name of that drug is atosiban okay then we have indomethacin indomethacin and mgso4 both these are not used now because of their side effects so indomethacin specifically not used after 32 weeks because it can close the ductus arteriosus and mgso4 is not used because it is toxic we have seen that the therapeutic range of mgso4 is between 4 to 7 milliequivalents but for tocolytic action we need we need the concentration of mgso4 above 
so it can be toxic therefore mgso4 and indomethacin are not used as the tocolytics although they have tocolytic effects okay uh, there is no role of antibiotics in preterm labor okay only if we confirm that the the mother is having infection only then we give antibiotics otherwise there is no role of antibiotics okay now let's let's see one or two cases and then we'll understand it in detail so let's say a primary gravida female comes to you and uh, she is 30 weeks pregnant and she starts developing uterine contraction uh, we observe with speculum and we see that cervical dilatation is there it's of 2 cm membranes are intact there is no rupture of membrane and uh, cephalic presentation is there so how will we manage her see this is a case of preterm labor right because the contractions have started at 30 weeks but there is no premature rupture of membrane okay so we need to give tocolytics right because tocolytics are given in all cases less than 34 weeks so we'll give her tocolytics next 30 weeks lungs are immature we will give her steroids it's 30 weeks which is less than 32 weeks therefore we will also give her mgso4 for brain development okay uh, the patient is having cephalic the baby is having cephalic presentation so we will go for vaginal delivery okay and will we give antibiotics no we will take the swab we will send it for culture sensitivity if it is present only then we will give antibiotics otherwise antibiotics are not to be given this was first case second case con let's consider similar case everything is same just that the female is 36 weeks pregnant now how what will which what will change so everything will remain same except we will not give her mgso4 because it will it is given only up to 32 weeks and we will not give her tocolytics because they are given only up to 34 weeks rest will give us steroids will do vaginal delivery and antibiotics should not be given so only the steroids are the mainstay in this patient 36 weeks okay so yeah this was about preterm labor let's talk about premature rupture of membrane so as the name suggests it is premature rupture normally the membrane should rupture after the onset of labor but when the membranes the chorion amnion when they rupture before the onset of labor it is known as premature rupture of membrane and there is one more term which is preterm premature rupture of membrane just add preterm so in any delivery if less than 37 weeks the membranes rupture before the onset of labor it is known as ppROM right so you understood the difference between prom and ppROM now what can be the causes for prom first is cervical incompetency then infection polyhydramnios twin pregnancy all these they'll stretch the amnion and chorion and they'll stretch all the membranes and they can get ruptured okay now and in cervical incompetence the membrane can come out of the cervix into the vagina and can rupture okay so what will be the main complaint or main symptom of the patient she'll complain of pv leak so we need to differentiate whether this pv leak is actually the amniotic fluid or vaginal delivery vaginal discharge okay so we have various tests for that the first is nitrazine test so in this test we put the nitrazine paper in the vagina or in the secretions vaginal secretions so vaginal discharge is acidic the main principle is that the vaginal discharge is acidic and amniotic fluid is slightly alkaline 7.2 to 7.4 is the ph of amniotic fluid so 
if the uh, if the ph is basic okay then the paper will turn from yellow to blue okay so if it turns blue then it means that the discharge is amniotic fluid then we can use litmus paper litmus paper will turn from red to blue then there is a test which is fern test fern fern test so uh, if it is cervical discharge or vaginal discharge when we allow the discharge to dry then we will see beaded appearance but if it is amniotic fluid and we allow it to dry we will see fern like appearance so that is fern test and next is obviously fetal fibronectin which we saw in preterm labor same test we can also use in prom right uh, the best test is usg the best method to diagnose is usg we will see decreased amount of amniotic fluid in the uterus right so that's how we can diagnose how do we manage if it is prom premature rupture of membrane and the pregnancy is more than 37 weeks we terminate it immediately why because there are higher chances of infection higher chances of oligohydromnios that's why we terminate it immediately if it is pprom premature then let's see uh, we'll see if it is early or late if it is late pprom that is more than 34 weeks then then also we will terminate but if it is less than 34 weeks then we must wait till 34 weeks okay but we will wait only if mother has no infection no signs of infection and fetus has no signs of distress okay so if if this is the condition we will wait for 34 weeks and then go for delivery at 34 weeks okay but if in between there are any signs symptoms of uh, mother going into mother having infection or fetus going into distress then we will terminate the pregnancy immediately okay uh, in in all cases of prom we will give antibiotics okay unlike preterm labor in preterm labor antibiotics had no role but in prom and pprom in all cases we will give antibiotics right so let's see a last case uh, with P, uh, having prom so so a primary gravida uh, who is 30 weeks pregnant comes with a history of membrane rupture and pv leak we observe its speculum there is no cervical dilatation and there is no there are no uterine contractions how will we manage this so this is a clear cut case of prom uh, to be more specific pprom okay so here we compulsorily need to give antibiotics antibiotics in india we use is erythromycin okay so we will give her erythromycin steroids yes obviously steroids because 30 weeks mgso4 yes 30 weeks right we will continue this pregnancy till 30 Four weeks, right? And should we give her tocolytics? No, obviously not, because this is not preterm labor. Uterine uterus is not contract contracting, so no role of tocolytics, right? So that was about preterm labor and PROM. Okay, chalo. We'll meet tomorrow with a new topic. Till then, enjoy and keep studying. Bye.